All music used in today's podcast episode is simply for educational purposes. Please enjoy. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells beauty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Sometimes I don't know what to say. This is genuine miracle I woke up today, so I got up to pray. But my BBM was pinging when my Android started singing, then I missed all of the glory for technological luxuries. And just like that, I forgot all of the trees and the flowers and the breeze carrying seeds across the seas. Extra honey in my tea, but pay no homage to the bee. Whatever happened to us? And will we ever let the magic come and tap into us? We preach apocalypse written by John the Revelator, but won't even speak to a stranger riding on the elevator. Or step to the side when we standing still on the escalator. The planet Earth is a hospital, we on the respirator. I don't regret the haters. Sometimes that's what you need to see yourself break through and free yourself. Accept your own and be yourself is magic. Story of life is too tragic. It's magic. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Well, as you heard, Winston Churchill said this. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We will either preserve for our children this last best hope of man on earth, or we will sentence them to take the first step into a thousand years of darkness. A beautiful yet daunting quote, reminding us again of the shortness of life, which has become a really relevant theme here on the Humanities Table podcast, because it's something that we all ought to be thinking about. How we spend our days is, in fact, how we spend our lives. We explored this idea two episodes ago, and I'd really like to press in a little deeper as we dive into today. As humans, we are either being formed to flourish, or we're being influenced by the flow of society to settle and simply fit in. And in our opening song here, Jay Electronica, one of my favorite rappers ever, breaks down in this really beautiful and eloquent way how we often miss out on what life has to offer up, both through individuals and experiences, because of external stimuli and digital distraction. He highlights and hits home with these lines like, But my BBM was pinging when my Android started singing then. I missed all of the glory for technological luxuries. And technological luxuries are a time that we are living in right now with access to excess, as we've discussed before. He's mentioning how his BlackBerry mobile phone, if you remember those, began to go off as soon as he woke up. 
and how on his other phone, because he is a relevant, eloquent businessman, began pinging and singing as soon as he woke up. He's simply detailing how our screens, be them cell phones, MacBooks, and all of the little red dot notifications and pinging soundscapes that come equipped with them, keep our attention in areas that negate our gaze from glory, all around us and within us. He goes on to say, and just like that, I forgot all of the trees and the flowers and the breeze carrying seeds across the seas. Extra honey in my tea, but pay no homage to the bee. You ever think about how we put demands on those who serve us at restaurants without remembering that they're actually human beings, not robots? How we watch TV and entertainment while we eat, shoveling in food with forks and spoons while missing out on the beauty that exists within each bite. Not acknowledging how the vegetables that we eat were once seeds that needed good soil and fertilizer before they could spring up from the ground and become this forageable food. Two extra teaspoons of honey without a thought running in the direction of the insects that we confiscated from. We miss out on moments when we won't simply pause to be present and state the words of the late, great Kurt Vonnegut. Man, if this isn't nice, what is? I will admit this isn't very hard for me to do, to pause and appreciate even the smallest, simplest things. Although there was a time where it was very difficult for me. If you know anything about the Enneagram, I've actually been labeled as a four, the individualist, the sensitive, introspective type. And I'll admit, while I don't subscribe to the identity of an Enneagram four, there are certainly some truths and some tools that exist within that particular set of information. And I mention this because my sensitivities help me see things. My introspection gives way to gratitude and inspiration that comes from something as small and simple as a gust of wind or the flavors in an almond milk cappuccino with a little touch of cinnamon on top. But what does any of this have to do with Winston Churchill's quote or Jay Electronica's lyrics? Let me tell you. Human beings were made to flourish. It's a fact. This is why we were designed with hearts minds and souls, uniquely crafted and equipped to bring glory into the universe. We've got intricate ideas, expressive attributes, and soulful sentiments to share both with ourselves as well as the worlds that exist around us. Recently, I was listening to a conversation between John Mark Comer and Mark Sayers, all about this idea of human flourishing. And the conversation suggested this, Human beings need three simple things in order to flourish. We need meaning, we need community, and we need freedom. If you're a believer or someone who would identify themselves as a spiritual person, your meaning is often derived from God. You find meaning in your humanity through your connection to the higher power, through prayer, communion and individual spiritual practice, you are made aware that you have purpose here on planet Earth that goes beyond utilizing your identity, personality, sexuality, and natural gifts for your own personal gain and glorification. Secondly, 
we find the life that lives within the context of community. Not isolated or insular living, homogenous or unhelpful. Not surface level living or ordinary attraction. I'm talking about those deep friendships that are deep and wide. Ones by which you feel fully seen and fully known. Vulnerable, naked and unashamed in ways that fill your cup through edification and affirmation. This could be something as simple as a book club, a cycling or running club, a church community, or simply wearing the same colors and logos as the person next to you in a 50,000 person seated stadium, supporting your favorite sports team. Community often comes with a cause to rally around. Sports, something spiritual, or simply something shared. After all, you do get the word community by combining the two words common, unity community. Lastly, but most importantly, in order for a human to flourish, a human needs autonomy, freedom, the ability to be mobile, to make decisions that are influenced by outside sources, to explore without boundary, as long as you're not harmful to others, in my personal opinion. And in their conversation, I can concur with every point that was administered. But the biggest takeaway from their conversation was that we, specifically here in the West and many around the world, are running low on meaning and community because of our surplus of autonomy. Yes, that means that with the excess of freedom we have, it can often come equipped with the diminishing of our meaning and community. How many of us quit showing up in social settings because we have the ability and autonomy to say no? Not that no was a bad thing, but sequential no's add up over time and can keep our communal connections on a surface level. Because commitment and consistency are the two tools that dig the deep well of wide relational realities. Same thing with meaning. To the believer, how many of us quit reading our Bibles or practicing our spiritual disciplines because of our perceived freedoms? We quit going to therapy sessions because we get nuggets of advice from Instagram influencers or TikTok theologians. We're so influenced by new age adjustments that we've turned our eyes and minds away from the traditional practices that keep communion and closeness at the core of our daily dealings. We've got YouTube University, so we no longer need to show up to church when our alarm goes off on Sunday mornings. Now listen, I don't say this to damn or convict anyone, but these are truly thoughts worth thinking on. Our formation is either leading us to flourishing or fitting in. In the words of one teacher, we're either doing too much of what we shouldn't be doing or we're not doing enough of what we should be. This leads to distraction, division, and a life that leads others into darkness because we're not paying the bill that keeps our own individual power generation going. The love and desire needed to keep our light shining in an optimal, extraordinary way. As we end our time here together, maybe listen to the lyrics from the top of today's episode again and let them linger in the hallways of your heart today as you go out into all that is glory. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space.
which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with death. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Sometimes I don't know what to say. It's a genuine miracle I woke up today, so I got up to pray. But my BBM was pinging when my Android started singing, then I missed all of the glory for technological luxuries. And just like that, I forgot all of the trees and the flowers and the breeze carrying seeds across the seas. Extra honey in my tea, but pay no homage to the bee. Whatever happened to us And will we ever let the magic come and tap into us We preach apocalypse written by John the Revelator But won't even speak to a stranger riding on the elevator Or step to the side when we standing still on the escalator The planet Earth is a hospital, we on the respirator I don't regret the haters Sometimes that's what you need to see yourself Break through and free yourself Accept your own and be yourself is magic Story of life is not tragic, it's magic. Sometimes that's what you need to see yourself break through and free yourself, accept your own and be yourself, it's magic. Life is not tragic, it's magic. I pray that you rest in that reality as the magic of this world manifests itself somewhere, somehow, within your life today. Until next week, go in peace.